Welcome to the Out Agenda on archive.kpfk.org. I'm Rita Gonzalez. On this month's segment of Radio Q Glue, we'll be discussing issues that concern the LGBTQ Latin community. So with that, here's the Radio Q Glue. Welcome to the Radio Q Glue podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into what the queer, gay, and lesbian Latin community is talking about. We'll explore the vibrant and diverse conversations that matter to our community. Get ready for engaging discussions, insightful interviews, and a celebration of voices shaping the community. I'm Rita Gonzalez. I'm Mario J. Navoa. And I'm Eduardo Archuleta. Well, gentlemen, the presidential race is coming up. There's a lot of issues that are coming up in 2024. And I think maybe we should uh, talk about a few of them. What do you think? Absolutely. I think since we have the, the March primary coming up on March 5th, I think it's important that one, that we encourage everyone to register and two, to get out and vote. Rita, Eduardo, I think that's a great idea. We should be talking about these issues, especially at the beginning of 2024. So yeah, let's just jump into it. LGBTQ Latin issues. And I wanted maybe just to start off with something that the GOP candidates were kind of talking about when they were doing their primaries the last few months of 2023. And most of these people have already dropped out. Let's just, as an example, Vivek Ramaswamy, who was a candidate, was making false claims about transgenderism and promised to ban certain healthcare practices, spoke against transgender ideology. I think some of these issues are still on the forefront with um, the two front runners, uh, Nikki Haley and, and uh, Donald Trump. Um, so these are things that matter to the community as an LGBTQ uh, close-knit community. We wanna make sure that all of our issues are represented correctly. Um, so if we could just maybe start with that, what are your thoughts on, you know, what Vivek was saying about transgenderism? Well, I'm glad he's not in the race. I hope he's not in the race. I haven't heard him actually announce it, but um, he's he's out. He's out. Oh, is he out? Okay. Well, how about Nikki Haley? I haven't heard anything about her take on this. Yeah, the, there's probably information out there, maybe on the website, but um, I think people have to be informed to get that information just so that they make the right decisions, whether they vote uh, Democratic or they're Republican. It really is uh, about getting out there and getting informed, right? So yeah, you don't hear much from Nikki Haley. On the issues of that matter for the LGBTQ community and, and Latin members of the LGBTQ community, marriage equality, gun violence, transgender military service and healthcare for transgender minors. Um, those are really big issues that the GOP candidates have gone after. Um, what are your thoughts on, on those particular issues? Well, we can start with marriage equality, right? That's something that the GOP candidates are not really for. Um, they have really difficult, a difficult time wrapping their head around uh, LGBTQ couples getting married. Um, even though it's now recognized, they are still creating a wedge issues with that. My take is that I, I think that it's it's an important issue because just to, to go back to, to women's health issues, for so long, the right of a woman to choose 
what to do with her body what was taken away and i think there was some complacency in in again across the country that that said you know oh that'll never happen and it did so i think that we need to be proactive and i think we need to look at who's saying what and and what their feelings are because just like a woman's right to choose uh the right for for queer people to be able to marry can also become a thing of the past so i i think that we we really need to to look at at who's saying what and and again hopefully vote accordingly but that also goes back to the states because what they did is the federal court or the supreme court threw it to the states to make that decision so that's not even a presidential uh issue right now it's the the different states can decide a woman's body there's me because you know we're talking about presidential race but i'm concerned about the ones in the in the uh different states like you have florida you have texas you have these states that are so conservative right now and there are a lot of latins in these states what are they saying well you also have issues right if there's national politics that we have issues with and then state based issues there are people who might vote for a candidate that votes against our own interests as a community which is always perplexing but it's this type of conversation that we need to have to re- really have that conversation about what that impact means when we have GOP candidates either on the state regional or national level talking about marriage equality and how how it it goes against norms or how it's not appropriate, um, then you have like a domino effect, right? You have then people going after women's rights. Then you have people going after transgendered rights and then how that affects the community overall. So there are these little issues that come up that they seem to build on each other. And these candidates use these issues to raise money. And that is sort of the the crux to all this, that it is about putting out these issues that some people already have a prejudice about, and then they get people to donate uh, to those campaigns, and then people get really confused, and then they start to vote against their own interests. Yeah, that that's always been a difficult issue for me, that people will sabotage themselves and 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 again, not just the community in general, but their their own stuff. I, and I don't understand that. And I would be open to listening to somebody who who can who can say that I support X, Y, and Z because of this, even though it goes against my own self interest. I don't understand that, and I don't know that I ever will. Um, but I but I do believe that we all need to get out there and vote and. And you have to register before you can vote. But one thing, just going back to what you were saying, Mario, that it that even though this is to decide who's going to be running for for president, there's also a lot of local stuff. Lately, there's been issues in here in in Southern California about school boards and how they're wanting to ban certain types of of literature and anti LGBTQ plus issues and and i think that that's important too and i think that we need to get out there and do that i i believe i was reading recently um 
about an issue in, in some of the local school districts where these parental groups are, are under the guise of protecting their children are, are very anti-queer. And that's what I, I know I'm a product of the public school system, both in terms of elementary, high school, and even my college degree was from a, a, a state college. So all that stuff can impact what we learn and what we see and what we're able to learn about ourselves and our history. So again, I just strongly support voting. Well, also we're voting for the future. And I think that's very important because right now, as you were saying, Edward, the the school boards, they're erasing history. So by erasing history, going forward in the future, when these kids grow up, they don't even know what our past was. Right. And just to remind our listeners, LGBTQ plus voters played a crucial role in the 2020 election. And that is going to be true for 2024. To your point, Rita and Eduardo, I think that's where national politics comes to play into regional and local politics, because this issue with um, uh, transgendered issues that the GOP um, is really focused on has translated to at the local level with the school boards. You see that in the Temecula School District. You see that with the Glendale Unified School District, where you have a small group of quote-unquote parent activists who are taking issue with these LGBTQ plus community issues, especially when it comes to transgendered students. So they're using this to create this, this wedge in the community and this division that didn't exist, which also leads into book banning, uh, Rita, which is what you were also talking about. There is an erasure that is already in motion in terms of the books that they've already banned nationally um, at the local level, the school libraries, those books include classic books. And so it's interesting that in 2024, we're dealing with issues that were big, big issues in Nazi Germany. So we have a lot of fascist situations happening that are really, really concerning. And Eduardo, to your point, it's important to vote. You need to go out and make an informed decision on who you're voting to allow into your school districts, into your city councils, so that you can make a difference in your community. So for those of you that identify as LGBTQ Latin voters, uh, this this should be really, really important. Yes. And in what you said, stressing to be informed, it's very important that you really do research because even at the grassroots, voting just for the school board, for the mayor, for your council people, that's where it starts. That's your basis. And uh, you, you need to, to see what fits with your, with your politics, your ideas. And that's, that's so important. Right. And again, GOP candidates in the primary have been focusing on re- restrictions on gender-affirming care, opposing classroom instruction on sexual orientation, and gender identity and speaking out against transgendered girls participating in women's sports. Like this really does fire up their base. And let me just mention again that President Joe Biden has shown strong support for LGBTQ plus issues, signing the Respect for Marriage Act and advocating for the Equality Act 
to prevent discrimination on sex, gender, identity, and sexual orientation. So if you are inclined to vote that way, you know, you definitely need to know what your candidate is for and what they are against. Absolutely. So Eduardo, you wanted to bring up uh, the primary vote yeah. in California. Yeah. So just wanted to stress that you need to register by February 20th of this year to be able to vote in the primary, which is March 5th. So your registration form needs to be postmarked by February 20th to be eligible to vote in the March 5th primary election. So, so that's just a month wanted, away. Yeah. So it's real important. I mean, it's, it's a, a few weeks away, but it's real important to get out there and, and do that because without registering, you can't vote and you have no say. And one of the things I always used to say is that if you don't register and you don't vote, you have no right to complain. That's right. <laughs> Don't complain if you're not voting. Absolutely. I, I do have a lot of our neighbors uh, around us that we have conversations with about just voting. And some of them do not vote. And I always find that surprising. And some of them receive uh, benefits from either on the state level or local level for um the SNAP, EBT, or unemployment benefits. And I always tell them, well, there's certain people who are running that don't want to fund those programs. So you're, if you're not voting, you're not participating in your own interest. We all pay taxes through sales tax or other ways, and, and that money is still being used, but we need to get the right individuals right. that will vote to help out the community and ourselves as individual taxpayers. And speaking about voters, you just showed us the Pew Research Center key facts about Hispanic eligible voters in 2024. You want to talk about that, Mario? Yeah, so Latinos uh, or the Latine community constitutes the second fastest growing racial and ethnic group among U.S. voters since the last presidential election with an estimated 36.2 million eligible to vote in 2024, and that's up from 32.3 million in 2020. So about 1.4 million Latin individuals become eligible to vote annually. Um, let's see. That's a lot. And that's, that's a lot of people. And, and again, we're not a monolith and everybody doesn't vote the same, but that's a huge proportion of the, of the American public. Yeah, I know that we've just came out of the holidays, right? So those of us that gather with family members probably have opposing views on candidates and issues. So <laughs> that's always a hot topic because as the Latin community, we're all different. We don't vote the same. We're all individuals. Yeah. And so and another st statistic is uh, despite gains made by then presidential Donald Trump among the Latin community in 2020, a majority, 59% of Latin voters supported President Joe Biden, according to the Pew Research Center. So that's really interesting that there's still a skew within the Latin community that it's still not one, it seems like the majority are still voting Democrat. Um, I know that recently, a lot of the Republican talking points was that the Latin community had been growing for GOP support. 
this statistic says otherwise. So 59% of Latin voters supported President Joe Biden. And a lot of them are going independent too, I think. There is definitely an increase in independent voters um, across all all racial, ethnic groupings. But uh, I think, again, going back to, I think it's important that you look at who's voting in your interest and who is voting against your interest. And just to step back from something that that we talked about in, in previous shows is that we can't, as queer Latins, we can't separate one from the other. We, we are both, and we, we need to take, people need to take that into account when they're saying that they're voting this way or that way. We are queer, we are Latin, and that is who we are. We're not one or the other or separate. And if you're a woman, you're three. Right. Absolutely. So you're definitely affected. So pretty much I think what we're trying to tell everybody is to please register to vote. And we're not telling you how to vote. We just want you to really educate yourself and make the right decision, however you vote. And remember, that is February 20th to get your registration in so that you can vote on March 5th. In the California primary. Right. Correct. Yes. And then there's another vote in November, which is even bigger. So a lot to read, a lot to research, uh, whether you vote to the left, to the center, to the right, please be an informed voter and express your right to vote. Couldn't said it better myself, Mario. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Yeah. So I want to thank you all for uh, tuning in and listening to us and to remind you that your vote is very important, but you have to register first and make sure you are registered. So from Radio Q Glue, I'm Rita Gonzalez. I'm Mario J. Navoa. And I'm Eduardo Archuleta. Thank you for listening. Once again, you've been listening to Radio Q Glue on The Out Agenda. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you think of The Out Agenda. Like us on our Facebook page. Follow us on X, Twitter, or email us at theadagenda at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful week. And remember that being out is the first step to being equal. Now stay tuned for This Way Out.